Well, folks, this is According to Callus, and that's me. This is going to be episode 183. It's going to be short. It's going to be sweet. It's going to be just a brief update on what's been going on. So, I know I normally don't do an episode on Wednesday, and I just happen to have enough time to squeeze one in before I step out for the uh, evening's activities. Uh that being the case, let me just roll through what's going on. I may have hinted at this. I may have been more direct at it. But as of this coming weekend, the plan is, is I'm going to step into the leadership role with Constitutional Texans. Now, they are a local community-driven organization that wants to take your average Republican voter, your average non-affiliated voter and educate them on what the U.S. Constitution has to say about matters, as well as the Texas Constitution. The plan is to launch curriculum by by summer, that's the plan, to where we can communicate, this is what this says and this is what we're going to do. Educate. We're also going to be hosting a number of debates. I actually spoke to another candidate last night. Um, running for HD 61. Uh, she sounded agreeable to coming by and uh, doing a debate with whoever the eventual nominee is from the Republican Party. And honestly, I don't know if there's a libertarian running. So if there is, guys, get a hold of me. I'd be happy to add you to the panel. It is important, very important, that we discuss and know the issues at hand and how things work and Look to improve Texas. Um, the other thing Constitutional Texans is going to be doing or, or be doing uh, is looking at how do we best serve our county? How do we best break up to best support with all the local races and all the intricacies of the medium-sized cities that make up Collin County? How can we be most effective to educate the general public? Do we need to maybe look at partnering with other organizations? Do we need to um, be a little more fluid in how we schedule things? These are all things that are going to be coming about. And as we kind of decide what the next direction is, what the next steps are, that's, I'm really excited about this. This is a good opportunity. And I know... Some of you thinking, well, I, I'm not a right-wing Republican. Uh, you guys aren't going to talk to me. Well, no, actually, that's kind of the whole point. We're going to focus on the Constitution. And we expect most of our members will be red-blood uh, Republicans. But we want the independents. We want libertarians. We want, actually, what we desire is for everybody to become a constitutionalist, first and foremost, but however you decide to brand yourself, politically speaking or party-wise, we even would like to have some of the Democrats, the old-school Democrats that aren't necessarily excited about the full-on Marxism that's being employed or pushed by the rest of uh, the leadership in the party. It's certainly not good for America, certainly not good for Texas. But we would like to hear from you. We want you to be involved. We want you to be educated. Now, if you want to still vote for somebody with a D after their name, as long as you're making an educated decision, have at it. 
So that that's that, right? Constitutional Texans, we're going to be changing some things up. We're going to have a, um, a meeting this weekend to kind of set up where we're going. And we're going to probably open the doors to invite some people in that would like to be involved. Some people that have time, energies, or knowledge that they would like to invest. And that will be coming soon. Probably won't be put on my podcast. I'm just doing this because I'm personally affected by it. And I wanted to share the news. Number two, the McKinney Motives. As I've said on more than one occasion, I am a long-term McKinney resident. Since I relocated to Texas back in 1997, I've lived continuously in McKinney. And for the vast majority of the time, I have worked in Collin County. My uh, current role with my current company has me all over the Metroplex, so I get to see and interact with people as far away as Weatherford or um, Gainesville in that direction, or as far out as Paris, actually, believe it or not, more often than not, Greenville. Uh, I've been out to Tyler. I've I've gone all over the place, and I've met people. I've interacted with them. Salt of the earth, good Texans. It's kind of broadened my mind a little bit. Most Texans just desire to be left alone. And I, I bring that home to McKinney, and we have a whole lot of transplants here. And, and I'm one of them. But I chose to become Texan. And I think one of the issues that we have is, particularly in McKinney, and I imagine just as bad, if not worse, in Frisco, is all the transient people that have come in here, whether it's with their company, with their um, relocation because they want to save space, right? They want to be able to keep a little bit more of their money, that kind of thing. Um, they're not necessarily aware of what's going on. They're, they don't know all the intricacies and all the details of what makes Collin County or McKinney tick. So we need to educate them. We need to talk about issues and well, it just so happens that I uh, do some work with a group called the McKinney First Pack. We talk about issues that are general topic, right? We get people in from both sides of the aisle, different uh, philosophies to come in and talk about specific issues. That'll be starting back up here. I, I want to say we're the first one's in plan for March and then we're going to do April and May. I, at this time, am not going to reveal the topics, but I think they're interesting, informative, and not only do we want to educate, and when I say we, I mean I'm coming along for the ride. This is the McKinney First Pack. Uh, their motive is to make people more aware, have people have a better understanding of what's going on in their community around them. It's really nice to be insulated and only focus with the people that you go to work with or the people that you go to church with or to a lesser extent, political groups with, right? You get kind of insulated in what's going on in the world around you. This is an opportunity. We're hoping to bridge and uh, out and create greater communication with those that perhaps normally wouldn't chat with us. And, and I'm going to serve as their moderator as long as they'll have me. And I'm really excited about this. I, I think under the uh, leadership that they have been uh, kind of rethinking just how involved they want to be and what they want to do with it. And I, I'm very excited about this. I am 
thrilled to death. And you might notice a lot of eyes in there. It's because they've asked me to come help them. I don't get to drive any of this, but I get to partner with them and help them. And I'm very excited about that. Next thing on the agenda, new representation. As you may be aware, when they redistricted, they created a new district for most of McKinney, um, the eastern, I guess, quarter of Frisco, and then basically all the way up to the uh, county line. Uh, It's going to be House District 61. I have had a debate that we, uh, through Constitutional Texans, um, hosted, and I moderated, giving each candidate an opportunity to articulate their vision, their thoughts on issues, what it is they want to do. I encourage you, go back and look at my previous episodes where I've put that up there. It's labeled HD61 Debate Part 1 and Part 2. All of the time that was possible was given to the candidates in in the allotted evening. Uh, I don't think any of them left anything on the table or anything left unsaid. And if they feel that they did, then I want to encourage them to chime in. I would encourage you to make comments on the various posts or the podcast itself. Ask questions. I'll be happy to forward those to the candidates. And as I said, I've, I've offered the opportunity for the other parties to represent and come sit down. And here's the thing that I want to really hammer down on. Regardless of what I think or regardless of what my position is, I always give the person that is on my stage when I'm the moderator the opportunity to speak for themselves. They're treated fairly, respectfully. And actually, I have a certain amount of deference to somebody that I would normally disagree with because I want to make sure that they're able to fully articulate where they're coming from and what they believe because that's the proper way to do it. I, I am a big fan of talk radio and over the years I've listened to many of uh, the hosts just interrupt and talk over their guests. That doesn't really do anybody a service. Now, if the guest were to be, oh, I don't know, uh, bogarting the time, well, that's a different story. But each candidate has an allotted period of time to answer questions or to speak freely, and we only stop them when they exceed the time. I want for everybody that's present that takes the time to listen to hear them unfiltered, unedited. This is what they think. This is why they think it. This is what they're going to stand for or push for when they're your representative. It's extremely important. Now, I will be honest. It is believed that HD61 is a roughly 55% Republican district. So for my libertarian friends or for some of the Democrats out there, you think, well, what's the problem with, or there is a problem investing your time, money, and efforts in running. No, I, I wholeheartedly disagree. If you're going to run, you need to run and you need to stand for what you believe in. You need to put it out there and you need to articulate what your reasoning is. Now, the people may choose to reject that, but if you're not there, if you're not there speaking and talking and communicating about what it is that's important, whether it's your party or you personally, you're not doing your part. For too long, one party rule has meant that the other side gets completely shut out. And that's not an ideal situation. You show up, you make your best argument, and maybe you sway a few people. Maybe you sell your 
you sell your story, if you will. That's a good thing. All right. Last thing. Um, my podcast here. Uh, it is my plan to interview at least one, perhaps two more candidates between now and their election cycle. Um, probably not going to be anybody running uh, in the March primary, but perhaps uh, one of the school board candidates or, or something like that. The idea is, is I don't think that the general public ever really gets to hear these people speak. They get to get a report of what the person said, but not necessarily see and hear what it is that the person actually said. And that's something that I want to correct. That's something I want to offer to anybody that's going to take the time and effort to run for office. They need to be able to represent themselves and somebody needs to assist them to get their message out. So the uh, the next big event that's uh, coming up in the podcast world, uh, there is a network called the Fight Leaf uh, <laughs> Fight Laugh Feast Network. They're based out of Moscow, Idaho, and one of their um, trailblazers that was on the original first podcast they did, Cross Politics, is going to actually be in town March the sixteenth, and I was able to get one of their guys to come and join us in Collin County on the 17th. I've signed the agreement today. Uh, there's still some details to work out. I'm not going to give his name out until I have the final blessing, but I'm really excited because these guys have been doing this for longer than I have. They've been far more successful than I have. And quite frankly, I'm interested to hear what he has to talk about. I'm interested to hear what he's going to bring, what message. And I don't know if you're aware of this, but Idaho and Texas have a lot in common. We're extremely red, only the red is very shallow. We're extremely conservative, only those conservatives don't show up. We're extremely church-heavy, only the churches are silent. There are some frightening conclusions that can be drawn from that, and I'm hoping that we can spend some time talking about how do we improve this, how do we do a better job doing this. That's coming up in the month of March. In addition to that, I have a friend of mine who practices something called permaculture. And we have tentatively agreed for him to come in and talk about how you can become more resi resilient as an individual in your own property, in utilizing your own backyard, in the what you have in the ground beneath your feet. And as soon as I finalize that, I'll bring you that information. Just these are little teasers of what's coming up next month. And it's brought to you by Constitutional Texans. And it is my pleasure to be able to assist and make these things happen. But at the end of the day, it's not about me. It's about the mission. The mission is, is we want for everybody, every Texan, to be better educated on how their government's supposed to work. To get that civics education that most of us were denied and not only that, to know how to take better care of themselves and their family. There's a lot of things that go into that, but we got to start somewhere. And I'm going to just leave you with another final teaser here as we're crossing the 15-minute mark. I read a series of books, and the author penned an idea 
um, to put a message out to the mass public, a meme, if you will. It said, I miss America. That's very powerful if you stop to think about it. It's impressive. But I think we're going to have something along those lines in relation to Texas. And I'll be back next week to tell you what we're going to do with that. Well, friends, this was the abbreviated episode of According to Callus. This was 183, and I have now updated you on what's been going on. I will see you on the other side.